So if I can't eat at night because my you know, eating window ends at roughly 6 to 7 p.m. every night, I can't have those. I just tell myself, mm, I can't have it. And it makes me make better choices that are so sustainable. Everybody and welcome to Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host Texany, aka Mr. World Vibe, and what we have here is a community to give local voices a public platform of shared ideas, knowledge, and perspectives. And we're back with the off season, which is basically episodes that are focused on sustainable growth through the mind, body, and soul. I say this at the beginning of every episode: is sometimes in life. We find ways to grow, but then life hits us. For example, the pandemic. We have to take steps back sometimes in life, but it's all about finding ways to move forward, little tools, tips, methods that will keep bringing us forward in life when we have to inevitably take a step back. So that's what the this kind of season is about, and I'm so happy to be here in this body-focused episode because I really think the body is the easiest thing to get started on with in terms of growth. You know, with the mind, it's hard to kind of see and visualize the changes with your mind because it's not a visual part of your body. And with the soul, same thing. We don't talk about the soul. It's hard to see the soul because you can't. But I think the body is the best place to really look for a change that will affect your mind positively and your soul positively. So I'm here in this episode to talk about intermittent fasting, which is something I've learned about, something I've practiced for, I think, over two years now. So I really have some important information to talk about, uh, science and research, and my personal experience. And I hope after this episode, you'll consider trying it out, especially if you're focused on your nutrition as much as I am or the people around me. For example, if you're listening and you're in the no added sugar or fast food November group, a lot of us here are finding ways to eat alternative foods that are health conscious so that we can stay on track with our goals, with our nutrition goals. And intermittent fasting will undoubtedly keep you on your goals. It's a little bit, it's a little tough, but it gets easy to get used to. So I really am excited to explain that today for y'all. But before we start, I just want to say thank you because over the past week, I've noticed a lot more downloads, a lot more support. People are sharing my podcast, giving me some feedback on how they like the episodes. And it's so it's so like great and just so amazing and so inspiring, really, to hear the positive feedback and to know that these episodes are helping you guys. So keep sharing the podcast with people that you think would benefit off mind, body and soul growth. Let me know, message me, let me know how these podcasts are giving you value. Let's get a little conversation going and leave a rating review on Apple Podcasts or, you know, just make sure you're supporting any way you can because this community is here to benefit all of us, right? Like I've benefited so much. That's why I'm trying to give back these gems, this value, but also a lot of y'all are you know, experiencing benefits from this community. So the larger we grow, the more people we can reach and help. 
So when you help this community, you're helping so many people, trust me. So if you want to support, go ahead, check out the Patreon. That's an exclusive community where you're going to get extra videos, extra support, and there's so much more in there. And that's going to bring us to new heights, for example, season three. So lots of ways to support. I thank you for being here and let's get started. So what is intermittent fasting? Have you ever intermittent fasted before? I want to talk about it. I want to explain the different types of restrictions that people do to their diet. I think the word diet is one of those like words that is very controversial because you know it's a good thing to you know, make changes to your health and nutrition, but often diets get a bad rep, like a bad view, and rightfully so because there are some wacky diets, y'all. I've heard of diets where you literally put like plastic garbage bags over you so you just sweat all day and you're supposed to like sweat out a bunch of weight in a few days but like how how sustainable is that because you take the bags off the garbage bags off and the next day you're just eating what you want so like diets can be pretty crazy so let's talk about the different kind of dietary restrictions and that that people try out so yes there is there are dietary restrictions which are when you limit what you do or don't eat for example, keto diets, you've probably heard of these, which is where you have low to no carbs. And these are often tough and not always effective because when, when you can't eat something for a little bit of a little bit amount of time, when you're done the diet, you're inevitably gonna go back and eat those foods. That's just human nature. Caloric restrictions are when you limit how much you eat. So you can eat anything, but you just eat less. So let's say you go to a restaurant instead of ordering fries you get a salad now this is a very common diet for weight loss because people can find alternatives to what they enjoy and that's what i'm all about healthy alternatives that are sustainable and time restrictions is what intermittent fasting is specifically so that's what we're doing today is talking about intermittent fasting because it's a time restricted feeding type of eating <laughs> So you have a feeding window, that's what it is. So most normal people's uh, feeding windows are about 14 hours of, of eating and then 10 hours of not eating. So let's say for example, you wake up at 8 a.m., you, you might wait till 10 to eat and you'll eat from 10 you know, the whole day and then you'll stop two hours before you go to bed. So you'd, you'd, you'd have two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening where you wouldn't eat plus your eight hours of sleep if you get eight hours. So you'd be eating for 14 and you'd be fasting for 10. That's the normal eating window. But with intermittent fasting, you're just having longer periods of not eating. The most common one is 16-8. So 16 hours of fasting, eight hours of eating. And that's what I do. That I found is the most sustainable. Some people do 18 hours of fasting and six hours of eating or 20 hours of fasting and four hours of eating which is you know, definitely tougher. You kind of have to build your way there. Uh, there's, a, there's the warrior diet where you fast all day and you just have a huge meal at night. But for me, I'm active all day, I'm at work, I need to have a lot of focus. So I found that food definitely keeps me energized enough where I can actually sustain my day. So I do the 16-8 method. Other people do the 5-2 ratio where you fast for two days of the week and five days of the week you eat whatever you want so on those two days you barely eat anything i guess 
There's also the Eat Stop Eat, where you do a 24-hour fast one or two times a week. And you just eat on those other days, full full 24-hour fast one day, eat for fully for two days. So there's different ways of doing it. And then the alternative day fasting or alternate day fasting where you just fast every other day. So that's to say there are so many different ways of doing it. But for me, I personally enjoy the 16-8 where you're fasting every day intermittently. And that's what's worked for me. Like I said, I've been doing it for over two years, I want to say. And I'll talk about my personal experience towards the end of the episode. But by now you're listening to this and you're like, okay, either you have intermittent fasted before and, and you know you know how it goes, you enjoy it because you do it, or maybe you have never done it and you're wondering, like, why would I even try this? What are the benefits? So for whichever group you're in, whether you do it or don't, I want to share some of the benefits that you, you know, you will experience by being strict on your feeding window. So uh, Chloe and all, and others in 2019 found that intermittent fasting improves glycemic control, insulin resistance, a decrease in body mass index, and more. So these are all positive things. Uh, Cabo in 2020 found benefits in blood pressure, heart rate, endurance training effects, and abdominal fat loss. So these are very positive benefits that a lot of people obviously want, you know. There's also cognitive benefits in caloric restriction as well, uh, spatial memory, associative memory, and working memory. And I've, I've found that too. I think my mind is a little bit sharper when I don't have food. I mean, I might be hungry, but it's, it's actually, it makes me more alert in, in a sense. Now also, uh, there's, there's stress that comes from not eating. Your body is in a stressful period because it doesn't have food. And this is not bad stress like there is bad stress like lost your job or divorce or losing a loved one those are stressful situations you don't want to go through but intermittent fasting is acute mild stress it's a small amount of stress on your body that actually does a good thing for you it's good to have a little bit of stress similar to working out you know you're tired you're you're tearing your muscles for just just enough so they grow back stronger and similarly, when you put this stress on, on your body of, of less food, you're kind of, what it does is it's a lack of continuously, um, relatively continuous glucose source. So we always want, want to have our blood sugar at least up enough when we eat food. And that leads to an adaptive stress response. And this leads to an adaptive stress response, which is shown as antioxidants defenses, DNA repair, uh, down regulation of inflammation and more. So there's a lot of benefits from just stress, putting your body through a little bit of stress when you're hungry, but you're waiting to eat. There's also cardiovascular benefits, which is your heart health. Well, I, think, I think I've already talked about some of these uh, improvements in blood pressure, resting heart rate, cholesterol. I think I've said insulin resistance and more. So yeah, that's a lot of benefits for just waiting to eat or instead of eating at night, going to sleep and wait until the next morning. So you're basically skipping a meal or, or prolonging the time before you eat. Now we have to figure out when to eat because as I was talking about earlier, you spend time in the morning fasting and in the evening fasting and this shortens the time you're actually eating throughout the day. Now there is an early time restricted feeding which means that 
You don't eat as much in the evening before you sleep. What this leads to is lower average uh, glucose and insulin, insulin levels, which is a good thing. And also avoiding food for a prolonged time before bed also lowers your nighttime cortisol and overnight glucose. So both of those things will make it harder for you to sleep. If you're producing cortisol, which is the stress hormone, you're producing less melatonin, which is which is the hormone that helps you fall asleep. So yes, it's better to, instead of eating late at night, don't have that meal. That and you'll get a better sleep quality, you'll have better sleep quality in general, and it just aids to the whole intermittent fasting thing. Now we have to stop and say, okay, who should not be doing intermittent fasting? Because it's not for everybody. Uh, Children, teens under age 18 should not be doing it. Women who are pregnant or breastfeeding should not be intermittent fasting. People with diabetes or blood sugar problems probably can't. And those with a history of eating disorders would find this challenging and it would be kind of difficult for them. So in the end of the day, if you're having worries or concerns, if you should start this or try this um, nutritional diet, you could say, maybe just consult with your with your family doctor. But for the most of us, it's fine to try. If it works for you, that's great. I've said the benefits, so you'll experience some of these undoubtedly if you're disciplined on it. And with the topic of discipline, that leads me to the last part of this episode where I want to talk about my personal experience. Because I can just do a bunch of research, as I did, and just give you all these facts. But that wouldn't be a podcast from me, from Texany, where I actually explain my personal experience with the topics I talk about. And like I said, I've been doing this for, I think, two years. I don't even know when I started, guys. Like, I just, it's just, it's felt so natural to try that I don't even, I can't even not intermittent fast. I feel weird when I'm not intermittent fasting. Like, one day a week, maybe on a Saturday or a Friday, I will purposely try to not intermittent fast just so that, you know, I, I don't feel so stuck in the routine. But even on those days, like I, I just end up sometimes fasting anyways because it feels so normal, it makes me feel so much better with digestion, with sleep, with memory, with all these benefits I've talked about. Now, for myself, like the biggest changes I've seen by doing this intermittent fasting, number one, breakfast. We, we wake up, we eat breakfast. We don't even think about anything. We just wake up and we go to the kitchen sometimes and pour up a bowl of cereal. Listen. Me and cereal, we go back. I used to wake up in grade six and go downstairs and immediately pour up a huge bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, sit on the computer, play my games, and then I would have another bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So I would be eating so many, so many calories and so much sugar in the morning. And don't even get me started about pancakes. That's my favorite food. I love breakfast. So skipping breakfast was really beneficial for me, like in my current years when my metabolism is slower than it was before. Back then I could eat all the cereal and sugar I want and I wouldn't see any body fat around my stomach. But now, you know, when I didn't do intermittent fasting, but I was still eating a lot of breakfast and sugary cereals, I would notice, like I started noticing, okay, I'm actually visibly gaining weight. So doing the intermittent fasting has been such a blessing for me because it makes me think before I eat. And as I was saying, with food discipline, if you're able to make conscious decisions, 
This carries on to all the other versions of discipline in your life. Food discipline, I will always, always say, is one of the most important disciplines to have. Also dessert. For me, I have such a sweet tooth, if you couldn't tell by my by my breakfasts, especially those late night cravings. You know, you come home, you're, you're a little hungry, you open the fridge, you see some cheesecake, you look in the microwave, you see some, some muffins or cupcakes, like... I live in a house where there's a lot of sugar sometimes. My mom loves baking and I'm not mad at it. I'm not. It's just those times when I'm not thinking, I will just overeat sugary things. So if I can't eat at night because my you know, eating window ends at roughly 6 to 7 p.m. every night, I can't have those. I just tell myself, mm, I can't have it. And it makes me make better choices that are so sustainable. I can have it the next day, sure, I'll I'll take the cupcake, I'll take the piece of cheesecake to work for the next day, but I won't have it at night when it will do my body less good. So overall, yes, this food discipline is the best part about intermittent fasting, and it's helped me to maintain a lower weight. Like I lost 20, over 20 pounds from this 2020, March to I think end of April. And that was obviously help with a fitness coach, shout out Jojo, and a diet program. But intermittent fasting was something I was used to. So it just helped me do the whole thing so much easier. And they say people who lose 20 pounds or more will usually gain it back in the next few years, like over 90% of people. So that's why I do these episodes. That's why I talk about these methods of growth with the body, because you want to find sustainable methods. Because our bodies change so much over our lives. So if we have power, if we have conscious choices with our nutrition, and we have proper nutritional practices, for example, intermittent fasting is a great practice. I would recommend it. This helps us in the long run. So I hope this episode has really kind of inspired you to either continue your intermittent fasting, getting more strict with it, or perhaps trying it out. You know, if you're going to try it, Let me know if you have any questions about my experience, anything I haven't kind of touched on, message me. Message me at vibingoutwt on Instagram. I'm on there posting every day. And I'd love to hear about your experience with it or your curiosity with intermittent fasting. I think it helps so many people. So good luck if you try it. Good luck to those in the No Added Sugar Fast Food Challenge. Let's finish this month strong. And yeah, we have one more episode this week. It's the Soul Saturday episode. So excited for that one. Just more methods of growth and more value for y'all coming this week. So thank you for being here. I'm going to head out. I hope you have a great day and I'll see you next time. This has been Vibing Out with Texany. I'm your host, Texany, a.k.a. Mr. World Vibe. And I'm signing out. Peace.